I've been listening this to this guy for months, and normally I get it, but today, this podcast today, not getting it. Today's process is this. Sometimes being confused is a good sign. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. The understory is filled with monsters and bandits. But if you want to start, grow, or pivot from a business, this is the place for you. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. How is it going today? 6.42, a little late start today, but doing good. Getting back in the groove of the Ironman triathlete production mode. If you'll look at my well, let me save that. Let me tell the story. Okay, here we go. So if you look at my Facebook feed, that's not public right now, but because I'm hemming and hawing about if I'm gonna do the just letting anybody into the face the Facebook, getting the you know, the five thousand friends and then, you know, basically trying to give value that way and um, you know, honestly have it be friend and lead gen to get to the rest of my world. And I, I thought about that and and um a mixed, a mixed, and it's a it's a very powerful tool, but there are aspects to it in the way that Facebook uses its technology to sort of, um, I don't know, to sort of like mine everything. It, it it has the chance to be like evil Bond villain time, but just like anything, anything powerful can be misused, and human beings are in charge over there. It's not like I don't have anything against the specific human beings over there. Um, just the fact that they're human beings ensures that it will be misused. It's just is the misused level enough to not use it? I don't know. So I'm, I'm I've put that decision on the back burner. But in any event, um, if you were to be able to look at my Facebook feed, you would see that for the last, um, I don't know, since like July, I think, June, July of last year, I, um, I, I basically started posting. I tried to listen to Russell Brunson's Marketing Secrets podcast every day. And then I post, take a picture of a screenshot of a, the part of the podcast that sort of resonates with me. And then I, I post it on my Facebook, the Facebook and then I say something about it, okay? And then, uh, and then I tag Russell Brunson, and so I'm like, okay, Russell. So, and and I'm a big fan of Russell Brunson, just for a lot of different reasons. And you can like him, you cannot like him. That's on you. I'm not in charge of your preferences for for people, but I like him. And and so because I've been listening to him for a long time, and I've gone through a lot of his products, like I've done the One Funnel Way Challenge, I've done his um, webinar training, I've bought all of his books, the Dot Com Secrets. Traffic secrets, expert secrets, about you know I got all that stuff and and so basically um, you know I'm pretty familiar with the core the corpus of his work right and the core concepts of his work but today he was talking about something called an unboxing funnel and for legitimately part of it was I think you know he didn't get right into it he's kind of talking about something else and so I was trying to I was confused because since I didn't know what an unboxing funnel was I couldn't. I couldn't, I'm the guy who always like tries to figure out the movie three minutes into the movie. I'm like that annoying person. And I try not to do that anymore. But when I was younger, I used to try to do that all the time because I was in love with my, you know, the, with my intellect, 
intellect is that a word see i'm so smart smrt my intellect no it's it's uh that was my defense mechanism for being an abject failure in the normal things that everyone likes so it's like i'll just be I'll, I'll pretend to be smart or i'll work at being smart or i am smart whatever and it's, it's smart people that do that are annoying uh, not saying that I'm smart. I have some level of skills and some things. But anyways, you get the point. So I was just so confused today because part of it, because like I said, he's rambling and I couldn't connect it to anything because I don't know what an unboxing funnel is. So that confused me. And then and then he laid out the unboxing funnel and I still didn't get it for like all. It's like a 17 minute episode, I think 17 or 18 minutes, I think on the episode. And I didn't get it till about three minutes left. And then I kind of got it but kind of got it enough to where I'm like, okay, I could learn more, right? And so that used to annoy me if I was in a situation like that where I didn't know something or couldn't couldn't connect it to something else because that's my all my mind does all day long is connect patterns. I'm always looking at patterns. My mind feeds on patterns. And that's why politics was so interesting to me because it's, you know, like one of my made, I had two majors in college, uh, economics and political science. I, I had enough credits to get a minor in humanities, but they wouldn't give it to me because I don't, they would, you, the University of Arizona would not allow me to have a minor with two, with a double major. So I was like, all right, whatever. And, um, but anyways, but my, um, humanities by far was my favorite favorite of all well no I, I like some political science okay so but like that kind of like economics those three was the least favorite of those three except for the no I like the theoretical side of economics all right whatever I liked it all okay I like learning um I did not like agricultural statistics I took that class for some reason I didn't like it but in any event um what's my point what's your point Wade get to it get to the point the point is this is that I I always look for patterns. And if my mind can't connect a pattern, then it, it feels adrift. It doesn't like it at all. And so I was really like frustrated with this podcast episode today because I just didn't get it at all. Even at the end, I kind of got it. And and that's a good thing. And here's why that's a good thing is that if you're consuming a lot of content and you understand everything the person is saying to you, then the, the ability for you to grow is there's two things. One is the ability for you to grow is limited. And two, then the ability for you to master whatever that skill is, is also limited because if you, if you want to master something like Tom Hopkins says, and I don't know if he said this, but he quoted it. Maybe somebody else said it, but that uh, repetition is the mother of learning. And for me, it's like my big, one of my big feelings was, is I would, I would listen to some, I would listen to some content. I would, un, until I understood it, I would understand it. And then I'm like, I know that. And then I would go to the next piece of content. Not understanding that that's not learning something that's, there's a big difference between learning something and knowing something. Okay. So to know something is to is to have a deep understanding of something that you can come from a place of certainty or near certainty when you talk about it because you have experience <clears throat> linked to whatever the knowledge is. And so like you can, you know, like when you're think of it this way, when I was young in North Dakota on the on the vanity farm, there was not, not not a lot to do. And my my mom had bought us these like the set of we had an Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh, if you don't know what that is, go look it up. It was it, it had a glorious plastic page smell when you opened it up. Uh, 
And then, but she also got me like this, this set of the classics. All right. So, and I read them all like, and they were kind of like, they weren't cliff notes, but they were like graphic novel classics. And, and then I graduated from those into reading the actual classics. So the, by the time I got out of high school, I had read a lot of like classic literature so that when I got into college and then, you know, the humanities and all that, and then, and then let's include college. I read a lot of the classics in humanities, but then and then I didn't read again. I was like, oh, I've read these. But then once I you know, had 10, 15 years of experience in life, then I went back and I read those books, some of them. This is a totally different book. Totally different book. Because I had the experience. I could link to the knowledge that I had gained from the book. And then I reread it. And I was like, oh, this book is, is totally, totally different. An example is... Um, if you look at when Atlas Shrugged, well, first of all, it's a tough one because that book's like, I don't know, like 1,500 pages long. I read Atlas Shrugged when I was like, you know, again, in that young, young, young in phase. And then now I, I read it, I read it a few years ago and I think I'm going to read it again because I actually think that book is a very timely book right now. Um, on, on wherever you fall in whatever's happening, it's a timely book. It has some insights that you can either, you can either strengthen your case against or you can use to straight or use the book to straighten your uh, strengthen your case for uh that one's for free not really related kind of related to what we're talking about today and so so you want to listen to someone obviously that's or consume content if you read or watch or whatever that's you know in alignment with what you're trying to accomplish number one but then number two is that sometimes you just don't get it sometimes you just don't get it and and if you're providing content for your people, it's okay if they don't get it sometimes, because here's the deal. Then they'll keep thinking about it. And if they keep thinking about it, they'll be thinking about you. So I, I pay, um, I pay $100 a month for a, a newsletter. That's like, I literally get mailed a newsletter every month, uh, FedEx with a bulletin, like a, like an old school, all paper. And I pay this guy $100 a month to send this to me. And uh, it's it's, it's creating a library for my for my phase two of what I'm going to employ phase two for, okay? It was worth every penny. I'd pay more for it. And he, in this newsletter this last month, he made this like incredibly outrageous claim about like making a prediction for the future about what was going to happen. And all I could do for the next, I don't know, three days was think about that claim. Did I agree? Did I disagree? Like it shocked me the claim that he made about what was going to happen and, and what I was reading about. And I was like, did I agree? Did I disagree? And I didn't understand why he made the claim. And the more I thought about it to understand why, the more I thought about him. So I want you to think about this from two, two perspectives. One, I want you to think about it as from a consumer of content is that it's good if you're consuming content and you don't get it sometimes or don't get it right away because that means the person is is playing above you a little bit and you have room to grow. But it's also important when you're thinking about if it's a content producer for your people is that you, you do want to kind of go out there sometimes and that not all the time because if you're totally esoteric and not approachable, then people won't, you, people won't stay in your world. But every once in a while... You want to go into the into the esoteric ether and just drop something on them. Just and don't be don't worry about it if they don't get it, because it's not it's it's not going to drive them away. And here's the other there's the third thing, the third the third point. But the second point is the content producer. One of the best ways to learn about your frameworks and what you're doing and 
and to discover new things is to just go out there and just talk about things that you even you don't understand that well. I can't. This is the thing, too, is like when I sit down at the end of this year and I, and I really think about sort of the points as to what I learned. One of the biggest things that I learned is I and you hear people talk about it and it's a cliche, but I got better at my framework and more clear on my framework and even more clear on which service to provide and to whom just by talking for the whole year. If you go back to my early stuff, I'm all over the place. I'm cursing and I'm like putting on like a, like a show and like a, I'm a, am I a comedian? Am I a lawyer? Am I a, am I an information product guy? Right? Like I had all those sort of preconceptions in there and I had to get them all out and there's stuff back there that makes no sense and that's fine. And, but if you, if you, if, as a content producer, if you're not willing to go to those places that aren't safe and expose yourself as a fool, then you never, you never put yourself in a position to become a master. And I'm not saying that I'm a master. I don't, I don't need to be a master of my own framework to have it be valuable for others. It just has to work, and I just have to be a few steps ahead of you. That's it. Like that, I can I can provide value to you. Some people will only work. Some people will only work with. Um, like an established framework for you, like the Tony Robbins, right? Like go work with Tony Robbins. That's great. But one thing that I do is if I'm going to help move people towards their creative power, I have to be willing to show them a creative process. And if there's a framework that I've been using and I, I, I use the same framework the entire time, then that can have some challenges. And I will, I'm going to talk, I just came up with my idea for my floating time blog for my next, uh, my next podcast later today. So that was good. And you discover things to talk about. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, get yourself a regular journal. You need working papers. Even if you don't write in every day, you have it there to write in sometimes. But for right now, take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is I want you to write down, am I consuming content that challenges me? And or am I producing content? content that challenges myself and my people. And just remember, there is no end if it's in the path to understanding. What is up, Rangers? I hope you enjoyed today's process. I certainly did. If you want to get on my email list, it's very simple. I don't run you through a funnel. I don't have you do smoke signals. I don't have you send me a postcard. Just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Again, that's wade at understorylawyer.com. Those are my children in the background, Luke and Madeline. I don't have them respond to emails, but I do have them attempt to read all of them, and they are three and two. Three and one, five and two, I don't even know how old they are. However, I'm gonna show them all your emails and if you make the cut, maybe I'll send you something back on how to grow, start, or pivot from a business. I've done it all. And if you achieve all three, you get the triple Lindy. I know what it feels like to be trapped and I know the way out. And the way out is through the understory. So again, if you wanna join my email list, just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Wade at understorylawyer.com. 